Welcome back to Try Not To Die. I'm your debutante magpie, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our multiplanar players. Lisa Condemi, AKA Gorgonzola, teen with the gall to wander Marfin's halls, doing trust falls and ruining dolls. Oh! <laughs> I good. love it, Very I love good. it. Spitting hot fire, excellent. And it is I, Asha Goodwin, AKA Brigid. Should we kiss by the all file maybe? <laughs> or maybe we can just hold hands and hug. <laughs> I didn't even hear the second half of that because I was laughing so hard. Oh, well, It'll be it's a treat, be a treat. Yes. when we do the qual check. <laughs> I love all the treats during the quality check. <laughs> uh, the little treats. It's always what when things I that out. Ashley says. Like <laughs> I always am like so busy doing my own thing, thinking about things, and then I hear all of Ashley's little comments in the qual check. <laughs> oh yeah, also I mean, like, I'm actually <laughs> glad that that's the case because uh, I don't want to be uh, to be distracting. But that's also how I feel about sometimes when Noah's describing a place. When I'm re-listening, I'm like, oh, wow. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. I like to I keep those Just in. thinking about myself. Just thinking about myself. Whenever you guys do go like, oh, I always keep it in because it is just so. Uh, warns my heart. Yeah. Well, oh, what's that? Oh, a little bird has landed upon my my finger. It's tender deck. It's tender deck. No, oh, thank goodness it is not. I'm opening it. And inside is a recap for me to read. Shall I? God, another 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> Last time, our heroes continued to travel through Marfin's magnificent magical menagerie, snagging a pincushion that looks like Marfin and bringing, it, <laughs> and bringing it with them in case it would help root Marfin's memory. I also stole a silk scarf. Yes. And a beret. And a beret. And a beret. Everyone what got a little outfit. He, he oh, initially he took a jacket and then he <laughs> tore it and gave up on it. <laughs> I think he tore it and the sleeves fell off, so now it's a vest. <laughs> oh my God, like very My Chemical Romance, like uh, Gerard way. outfit, but like ripped off. It's canon. It's canon. Uh, the group stepped through the doorway, finding them. Forget his strength. Finding themselves stepping onto a strange flying warship city called Ornithern, populated entirely by bird folk. Ah, the worst place in the whole <laughs> campaign. Oh, goodness, there. While Smite went to get the group some breakfast, Zola and Brigid, the latter invisibly, located the postal center of the traveling trade metropolis and attempted to find out information about Marfin's last known appearance. Though they were unable to get exact details, they did manage to send a letter to the mage via the greatest interplanar delivery service before a disagreement <laughs> Smite had with a sandwich seller got the city guard sticked on them. As they fled, Zola in full linebacker mode, throwing birds off her as she ran, Brigid stopped by a Kenku merchant and asked if he happened to do dealings with Marfin. Thankfully, he did and was able to tell them that a few months ago, aka a handful of days on the material plane thanks to time fuckery, Marfin had ceased his interstellar trading. With the flightless king's guards on their tail feathers, the party bolted back through the door, slamming it behind them as they entered into a short stairwell before the next door. Brigid sensed something was off and sent Pyre to investigate, nearly causing her to fall into a pit that suddenly appeared. Zola used Knock to unlock the door, and the group avoided the pit, entering through the door to find themselves walking onto the Plain of Fire. It turns out Marfin once had a store in the City of Brass, one that was unfortunately destroyed during Anakra's many raids. Entering into the ruins of the city, the group found that despite its state, it was actually populated. Thanks to Zola and her ally Charlotte Amira closing his portal, Anakra had been unable to continue his reign of terror, and the people had returned. 
Meeting an elder genasi named Amber, the group split, Zola taking a moment to meet with the Mlik, or king, of the city, while Smite followed Brigid and an excited Pyre to the main temple of the city, the home of the Allfire. Zola spoke with Bernie Malik and learned that many months had passed and her story had indeed cemented her as a hero to the people of the Plane of Fire. When she asked if they had managed to create some sort of super weapon to help them prevent whatever cataclysm may be approaching, he informed her that they were still learning the Creator Forge and would need more time to attempt large-scale projects. So where's the bomb? So where's the super gun? Hey, come on, where's my super gun? Or where's like the jail cell for a god? Yeah, where's the flaming tusk that Zola was promised? He promised that they were close, and if she checked back, they would hopefully have the capability to create whatever she may need to stop the end of the world like a big cage to trap Groomsh. Meanwhile, Brigid and Smite climbed the stairs of the Sister Temple to the Creator Forge, reaching the top to stand before the raging blue inferno that is the Allfire. The original Allfire, which Pyre was created from when Corellan took a moat of the flame and brought it to the first keeper, Promia. Of course, there are multiple tellings of this story, and some people think he didn't really make a deal, he kind of just took it. Point is, Brigid bore the responsibility of working with Pyre to clear the way for new growth, a responsibility that had been weighing on her. She followed Pyre into the flames of the Allfire, and instead of combusting, she felt more powerful than she ever had before. And even more significantly, she felt almost at home. She longed to leave the responsibilities of her life and remain in the flame forever, and was given that choice stay in safety, or go forth and use her fire to light the way. Risking life and limb, literally, Smite reached into the unbelievably hot flame with his metal arm, and she nearly refused before her friend expressed how much he, I mean, they, needed her. She went with him. <laughs> she went he did with say, him. I need you. Yeah, he did say, I need Aww. you. She went with him, and he went on to say that she could trust him and Zola, and Stilton, to help her when things were too much, and still care for and support her even if they failed so long as they did it together. Feeling stronger than ever, despite her tears, Brigid went with Smite and the two joined up with Zola. As she exited the palace and entered into the plaza, Zola exclaiming, you know, this place isn't that scary. I think I'm gonna like it here. <laughs> and that's where we are right now. Smite, Still Empire, and you two all stand in the plaza of this semi-ruined city, the smoky sky and intense heat bearing down on you. Everyone but Brigid is sweating profusely at this point. Your hair is stuck to your beret, Zola. Stilton is perched on your shoulder because it's too hot for him to fly at the moment. Smite still holds your hand, Brigid, though his left arm, his metal arm, is a bit melty and it kind of dangles slightly limply to his side. Um, Janasi from all around the city are watching you, not with suspicion, but with awe, since they have just watched you and Smite literally go up to the Allfire step into it and live and come back down. Pyre is excitedly kind of bouncing around you guys like a small dog that is just happy to see uh, her owner <laughs> and her owner's friends. What do you guys want to do? Hi, how was the temple? Did you learn anything? Um, nuts. Not what I thought I would, but uh, yeah, I think I think I did. Well, there's no big gun or anything but there's no big they, how much time have you given them I there's know. no big gun they're working on it though Ugh. i guess maybe we're gonna have to do some creative thinking do we think we just go back out the door we came in 
I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, we could, of course, look for another alternate, but I feel like here he probably has fewer options, and he, you know, looks around and... A desolate, burning <laughs> wasteland. Maybe desolate, burning I, wasteland. I pick up a rock. No, <laughs> not under there. You f- suddenly feel yourself shit. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a port key. <laughs> so you, we want to go back? We're ready to go through? Yeah. Hey, Zola, I just wanted to say thank you for giving the time to spend here. I didn't... I didn't know what I was gonna find out, but I uh, I appreciate that we that I found it out anyway. Yeah, no problems. Zola's looking at Brigid like Brigid's really smiley right now. <laughs> Smite is fully just trying to like make it look like he's on watch. Yeah, we better keep going. Someone might be following us. Yeah, or something. you guys seem really relaxed. Mm-hmm. I like wiping away a tear <laughs> and smiling very big. Um, it was good for me too. What did you learn? I mean, yeah, there's no gun. But again, they seem to be working on it. And I met their leader, mm-hmm. uh, the Malik. He seems like a good guy. That's I awesome. mean, you know, I've met a lot of different people in positions of power. And at least there is one who seems to have a really level head. Yeah, I bet getting your whole city race is pretty humbling. Just sure. knowing who Charlotte is, it's cool that her dad's pretty neat. Yeah. Well... Shall we? Seems like everyone's got a cool dad. <laughs> we can, you know. Let's every, go. Everyone has their flaws. All right. You guys just wait till you meet my dad. Because <laughs> he's had the same stain on his shirt for like seven years. It's canon. And I've told him a couple times. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I don't need to do that kind of laundry. It's not always going to eat pasta, so <laughs> why bother? It's stained. I might as well leave it. It's going to get bigger. If I stain it more, it will look like a pattern. It shows a life of well lived. <laughs> You guys all head back <laughs> to the city, following the main avenue that leads you back to Marfin's, or rather the door that remains from the former menagerie location. Janasi, of course, watching you as you go. Some are, despite having, you know, been told different stories, are looking upon you all very warmly. Some of them are waving goodbye. Um, you see... Where's the little girl with the doll? You see the little girl uh, has another doll now, and it's 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 you, Brick. <laughs> what? <laughs> No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She hasn't <laughs> had time to make it. But she she does still have the Zola doll. And she, seem, she seems to be warming up to it a little bit. You guys. Get, get a beret. <laughs> then I'll be really up to date. She puts Mommy, a rock on a top of it. <laughs> and the red eye. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> the, mom, the mom shelters her child and brings her back inside. <laughs> Never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> In a matter of minutes, you find yourselves approaching the smoldering pile of stone that was once Marfin's. The door, the only way back. Let's roll a d100. You take the... High road and I take the low road? I'll take the 10 if you take the 100. I will... Ooh, 19. 19. The door opens to reveal a familiar plane to those of you who have listened. The cheese plane, a vast landscape. This is actually cheese plane. (laughs) I see now the difference between this and the ruins. Uh, Lisa, would you like to describe what you think cheese plane looks like since you're the creator of this plane? Yeah, cheese plane has a lot of... um, rolling kind of hills of fromage. There is a bubbling, winding lava cheese river that cuts its way through 
a couple of uh, forests of like moldy myco fromage trees, all leading to a set of Swiss mountains with rocky holes cut out of them. Um, and far away pasture where I don't know a dragon lives or something. <laughs> oh my god! The Did harps we just are playing, make like, a frost drive so cannon? You guys all just Ashley's look upon this vast cheese. <laughs> starts to number one. <laughs> I have to get it in. Cheese and the making of it. You guys look upon this vast cheesy plain. Um, would you like to enter, or do we you think you want to restart? <laughs> I look at everyone and go, so we're going in, right? I think, do you and think I, there's a fast way through it to another place? Would it be disrespectful if I ran in, grabbed cheese, ate it, and left? Cutting the curd. No, I don't think so. Maybe we could just refuel on some supplies here. Yeah, I hold the door open <laughs> whilst my friend could go and harvest cheese. So many varieties of cheese. Yeah, no, we, we did rations. So. We frolic through the gorgonzola and like the feta bits flying there. Let me empty there. this potion and then you can put some cheese in there. Dump that out, dump that out. You see Smite is making a Parmesan snowman, so to speak, rolling it up. I throw a cheese ball at him. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm giving thumbs up to the citizens of the plane of fire who are just several peering over them. just like what's still the an fuck? empire chasing each other through the fields of cheese <laughs> all right should we yeah yeah, yeah. let's let's find a new one uh, okay you guys all step back out close the this door this is really good i was really was, i didn't realize like this is like the best so cheese i've ever sandwiches. had i couldn't even take a step in because i know i'd never come out <laughs> just like me with the fire <laughs> <laughs> this is the so same. Awesome. It's the same parallel. It's the same. It's a foil. It's the exact foil, you know? <laughs> should we roll? Yeah. Yes, you we guys should. close the door, you can roll All again. Right. With, um, I oh. do it really slow. 13. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> you see the cheese plane again. No, I'm kidding. What if we uh, close it, open it again, it's still cheese plane? Well, I guess this is it. I guess Mr. wants us to go in, right? <laughs> Must be a reason. You open the door to a dark, almost gothic-inspired version of Marfin's store, with a number of shelves packed with armor, artifacts, potions, weapons, and other magical items. Monsters, some undead, some vampiric, some lycanthropic in nature, are all within this store doing some shopping as a number of quicklings zip back and forth to assist them. You guys are literally entering through what would be the back door entrance, uh, you know, like the one that would normally leave to the back room of Marfin's. You're entering from that position so you're like behind the front desk looking out over this scene um but you do not have long to do that before zip, a quickling zips up before you and goes Whoa. hi um uh, can i help you and is definitely very suspect of the fact that you guys all just entered in for out of nowhere marfin's apprentice seen him lately oh oh you must be zola oh okay right 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 here come in come in come in come in thanks where are we um well you are on, and you check the watch. You see that the clock of the material plane is moving faster than this plane, meaning that more time is now passing there the longer you stay here. You are clearly not on the material plane. You're in like another planar version of his store. Mm -hmm. And you see this quickly goes, this is the Monstrovia location. We are in uh, the Shadowfell. Um, do we have time for this or should we go? We got to get out of here. Uh, sorry, wrong location, I think. Um, well, uh, do you, where, where are you looking to go? I can maybe point you in a better direction, or is there anything? I mean, do you know where your boss is right now? Yeah. 
No, he kind of sent the vast majority of us home. He's keeping a few locations open across the plains to not cause any major disturbances, but in general, we're not supposed to have any contact with him. NP? NP? Well, last time I checked, she was still at the cottage. Okay. Do you know at all how to uh, choose where you go with this thing, or it's just kind of rando? Well, depending on who you are, uh, some of us are coded to be able to access certain doors. So I can link you to other Marfin locations or the Would back room. someone have cottage access? Well, perhaps at one point, but that was definitely one of the links that Marfin broke oh, for us. Okay. But yeah, I can get you to any one of Marfin's main facilities or um, any of his rooms within the mansion. The quicklings, we have access to those kind of things. What about, have you seen, like, um, we're looking to go to the heart of Marfin's mansion where ah. he does his important work? Access to that is limited to just Marfin. We don't really even have access to that. But there might be some rooms um, sort of adjacent to it, or they could have a closer link to it. Um, let me think. Zip, zips off for a moment. You guys are kind of left behind the front desk as you see, so, like, um, various monsters <laughs> going about their day. And you see one, like, vampire looks to you, <laughs> Zola, and just goes, hello. <laughs> Hi. Uh, and as as you're having this little like eye contact, zip comes okay. back. I like put my body in front of Zola <laughs> and to block the vampire. In this city. You look okay. very full of blood. Okay. Sorry, I, stop. <laughs> I am. Thanks for noticing. Stop speaking. This is a weird place. We should leave. I don't like how fast the time's moving here. Yeah, and I don't like how he just said that. That's weird. Yeah, he's looking at my beret. I'm attracting a lot of attention. With is the there blood in there? <laughs> I don't think is that's that what he's looking at. Is that swelling with blood? <laughs> Okay. Oh. It's so strange to see Quicklings here. They've been taken out of most of his stores. Yeah, I guess he's trying to keep up a facade in certain places. Maybe someone here would notice mm. too much if he went out of business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or maybe they really need his business. What do you buy here? <laughs> Ask the vampire. <laughs> okay. I am buying true blood to make sure that I kick my blood addiction. Oh, true blood. Yes, I've heard it's of that. it's fake blood. Yes, it's not really true if you know what I mean. Ha ha ha. Like Coke Zero. Like Coke Zero. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look over at Smite like do something. <laughs> Smite has a hand on the door and just goes. We can just go right back Zola, through. Zola, no, like stranger danger, like instinct. <laughs> so so huge and strong, just not intimidating. <laughs> Well, um, and you see the quickly kind of flags you over and goes, I can get you to um, additionally to his telepad, which is um, his like main one of his main travel rooms, kind oh, of a main hub. That sounds good. I don't know if you'll be able to get to his lab that way. It might still be a crapshoot, but at least you'll have a better kind of safer vantage point to go from. Open up some options. Yeah, yeah. this isn't necessarily a good place for mortals. So if you guys want to follow me, great. <laughs> <laughs> you have oil of Taggett here, do you? <laughs> uh, refresh out. That guy took it all. Uh, uh, uh. Hey. I, have a <laughs> I have a collection of these. Um, he opens the door and the quickling zips inside, um, leading to a cylindrical chamber with a glittering rose window instead of a ceiling, the style of which looks like the symbol for conjuration, a triangle with a wavy line kind of going through it. Then the center there is a large, like mirroring the ceiling is another large teleportation circle. Then there are a bunch of indents that are kind of spreading out from here that have like smaller singular ones. Mm -hmm. And then several doors that look like they might lead to oh. other rooms within Marfin's mansion. The quickling, um, goes, well, 
I gotta get back to work, but um, I wish you guys luck. Thanks. What was your name again? Spooky. Nice Thanks, to meet Spooky. You guys. Um, and what were your, <laughs> nice what were your to meet names? You, Spooky. My name is Brigid. Zola. I, rem- I remember you. You're, you're Brigid, mm-hmm. and uh, you must be. He's a shadow. Sm- a shadow. Got it. Bye. <laughs> Zips back through the door, and the door closes behind you. How fast is the time moving in here, Brigid? Faster than it is up there. Oh, in, in the telepad. Here, you look at the clock again. The telepad is moving at the same pace as the material plane. Okay. So you've entered into another space. This one is at least in line with the time. It may not actually be on the material plane. Okay. Looking around at the doors, do we see any kind of indication of difference, or is it just all the same? One door is another cursive M. You surmise it is very similar to all of the other ones that have been on, like, Marfin doors. Like, literally, you didn't look, but when you open this Monstrovia location door, there is an M with, like, a little skull underneath it. Um, So you see one that is an M, meaning that even though you may not have control of what store, this could bring you to a store. You see a Pentagon sort of house shape on another one of the doors. And then the last two, one of them is just a circle, and the other one is the common symbol for what a gold coin is. It's like, you know, the C with, like, two lines through it. Oh, okay. So maybe one of these is Marfin's bank, like, where he keeps his money? Yeah, this looks to be, I would surmise, that's a location for a store. Maybe that's, like, another room in his house. That's his Mm -hmm. treasury, which makes sense. You'd link that to your stores if you want them to drop things off. Hmm. I don't know if I want to know, but we can definitely check it out. Should we open the door? Unless we want to go rob Marfin Blind. <laughs> no, we shouldn't do that. Well, maybe he has some really cool well, shit Well, you did just lose 500 gold, didn't you? That's yeah, he true. should reimburse He you. also might have really sick magical stuff in there that could help us. It mm. might not just be financial stores, but like store rich. Well, you know, the well, good news is that these are clearly not trapped rooms because they're leading from here. Themselves. Yeah, so they might, like, they should link back and forth consistently with this place. It won't be like a new room if we go back through the same door. And so these telepads, there's doors and then there's like more areas where we could kind of stand on and teleport places, it seems like. Between each of the doors, there's an indent in the wall and it looks like it's like a personal teleportation Mm -hmm. circle. Those would require probably more inspection to fully understand where they might go. Mm -hmm. I think Zola uh, will just kind of walk over and kneel by one of these pads and like, you know, rub my thumb on the edge a little bit. Just kind of inspecting like the wizardry work happening here. Yeah, give, give me an arcana check. Can Brigid, um, can I walk over and inspect some of the other rooms or doors? Uh, yes, definitely. What do you want to look at specifically? Just to see if there's anything, like any more markings or... Yeah, I guess give me an investigation check. Sure. I got a 10 on my arcana check. Maybe Smite could help me. Um, yes, yeah, Smite comes over and what he goes... What do you think about this? Yeah, maybe this needs a more intuitive touch, not a, like a wizardly sort of angle. <laughs> 15. Um, oh, Smite begins to point out some of the symbols. These are coordinates. These look to be different locations, or at least this one looks to be a location on the material plane somewhere far east. Maybe other outposts or things that are on the material plane this could teleport to. Right. Okay. I got a 23. 23. You take a look at the doors. Again, we're saying this is like going uh, several minutes or passing as you Mm -hmm. guys like go door to door, different conjuration circle. The door with a circle on it looks locked, but not trapped. The door to Marfin's coffer, it is locked, but not trapped. You imagine that perhaps other entrances to it might be. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. But you realize that these 
doors are for the quicklings. It wouldn't make sense to trap a door to the treasure room for a quickling who needs to just drop off like the payment from the day there. You, similarly to Zola and Smite, kind of understand that these are different locations on the material plane. This is clearly rooted in the material plane and links various spots, whether they be, you know, scientifically important or just like locations that Marfin might frequent. Um, you do notice with that high of a roll that there is one circle that looks like it has been damaged in some way. Mm-hmm. And I guess with that high of a check, I'll say that you have a solid awareness of the world to know that this might have been a link to NP's cottage that he has removed. So right. Zola, come look at this. Okay. I will um, come check it out. And can I kind of suss out if I think, is it like scorched or did he like break it? He broke it. Like there's physically. not only a, yeah, there's not only a disruption in like the carvings as in like clearly he's he, like he could have literally gone in and stone shape kind of manipulated some of it and then he also like as if he punched it and cracked it. It like it's damaged. It would take a lot of time and definitely some significant spellcraft to repair it, but I guess it is technically possible. I think that if this leads to NP's cottage the only way really to repair it would be to use the conjuration shard, but I'm worried about using the conjuration shard within a conjuration. I think I might create another hole to the astral sea or something. Yeah, that's definitely a risky play. If we can find our way back here, maybe it's a backup plan, but I I, I hear your concern. That does sound risky. I don't know if we should focus on locations within the material plane. I agree. I think I feel like I don't think all he would have of these hit doors himself. might not be what we need. Well, the circle is locked. I know that Marfin told us that to maybe avoid locked doors, but Marfin was also trying to get us not to save him. So, should we disregard his advice? Yeah. I'm down for that. I don't like listening to authority figures. You said you were afraid of the circle door. Well, I just think that it may not be Okay, listen, I was I was drawn to the treasure door. What am I going to say? You know, I wanted to go see what kind of fucking trinkets he's we got. We could go in the treasure door. We might be able to make our way back to the telepad, but we also might not. We could maybe leave the door open or something? I think Marfin would loan us money if we needed some money. Let's go through the circle door. Okay, if that's what you want, Sola, I'm all in. I'm the swing vote here, but I'll just go with whatever the majority wants. I could be persuaded to take a look into the treasure room. I mean, that's what we just did with the cheese plane, right? Uh, one of us dipped in while someone held the door, and then we came back out. Okay. Yeah, do you, do you want to take a turn? I can hold the door, and you two I'll hold in. the door. <laughs> Immediately, so like, yes! Smite! <laughs> yes! Bring Fine. it, you hold the door. Got it. <laughs> you guys all um, head towards the door with the symbol for a gold coin upon it. Um, you know Marfin has some good shit in here. Oh, yeah. I will, you know, toss a piece of gold at the door and see if it, like, triggers anything. Uh, You toss a piece of gold at the door, and it tink, 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 falls off. No trap triggered, but it is indeed locked, so you'll have to use either knock or you can try and lockpick it. Um, I would say then, if you want to try and lockpick it and not burn a spell, Smite would probably be the one to actually use the stats for. He's more dexterous. I'll let you roll it if you want. It might be a long day. Do you want to 
try with my, um, I just got this and I hold up my like card that I got for my license for Ornithorn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gonna use this again. You got that so fast. Yeah, yeah, give me that, give me that. They just kind of printed it out and I, you know, picked it up off the Xerox machine as I walked out. <laughs> Ooh, this photograph, Zola. <laughs> <laughs> they did not tell me they were taking that, but the beret is working. It's a candid photo from like across the room. Um, <laughs> my red eye burning. <laughs> Whoa, the red eye really comes through here. I don't like the way it looks with Flash. <laughs> so, okay, that is, um, let's, hold on one second. Let's roll for So has like a weird cat eye when in Flash pictures. Uh, looks very, very, uh, it looks unnatural. And it is, let's be honest. Um, okay, he does have proficiency with Thieves tools. So you can roll a d20. You can add eight to this. So d20 plus eight, you're trying to hit a dc15. We're rolling the Keegan cow die today. Come on, Keegan. They were rolling the hottest. Seven plus eight is 15 exactly. Great. Holy shit. Takes a little Thanks, time, but you hear. You got this. Think about the treasure. Treasure? Oh boy. You guys don't think Marvin has a dragon guarding his treasure or anything, do you? Nah. I'm, I yawn. <laughs> Opens up the door, revealing. More gold than any of you have seen in your entire lives. And that's speaking, thinking of the fact that Zola has went to Anakra's den and seen. Whoa. Well, oh my God. The most gold wow. ever there. Marfin is a one percenter. <laughs> kind of gross. It's the people's out. gold. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, maybe one year you can take a cut and, you know, pay off the Quickling student loans or something. Marfin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like to establish in canon that Mar <laughs> that the Quicklings have full access to this treasury. It is also their treasury, oh. which is why it is so um, what it's it's so uh, abundant. But so you look in, you've would known we be robbing the Quicklings. Uh, it, 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 semantics, semantics. You've we're known, gonna save the world, Brigid. <laughs> you've known that Marfin like had to be rich. He's money. He's running so many locations and he's stocking so many of these he gets locations. Haircut, like every week. He getting, yeah, his his beard is always <laughs> perfectly faded. Um, and it's in Aurelia. Those are two hundred dollar haircuts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, and he has countless salaried employees. Um, but you could have never imagined that he was this rich. The amount of money in this room must be equal to the treasury of a small nation, at least. As I said, it's like. Anacra's hoard, though perhaps a bit less messy. Piles of coins are still reminiscent of a Scrooge McDuck money bin here, but there's definitely more organization at play. It's not just like a pile of coins with swords stuck into it. You see that there's clearly sections where he has like valuable weapons and armor, many of which are probably ornamental, not necessarily magically significant, but he has them like plates throughout the room. There are coins like everywhere and they are massive piles, but many of them are actually well stacked, like literally you worry that taking something might topple a massive uh, mound of gold. Is it kind of like the horde from Aladdin, where if you like move something, we can get, like there'll be a big cataclysm? You don't know if there's some sort of Aladdin-esque curse on this gold, but you do see that, I mean, there is enough here that in theory, someone would not notice if you took something from it. Um, you also see that, like like his shops, there's a number of shelves where there's like more significant looking items. <laughs> you also see, and perhaps most significantly, on the opposite side of this space, there stands a 15 foot tall statue. It's carved to look like a knight with a beautiful sort of like insignia imprinted into it. It's like a number of rings. It's lined with all these closed eyes. It honestly looks like a biblically accurate angel sort of thing. It's like mm -hmm. impressed into the main chest of this thing with like a central closed eye. And there are a number of runes kind of woven throughout it. 
It is standing. It has like a sword imprinted into the ground before it. It is gorgeous. It is probably the most well-crafted statue you guys have ever seen. Is it? Is the sword, is it holding the sword? Yeah, it's like, it literally looks like it's like giant great sword planted in front of it into the stone mm-hmm. it stands upon. And it is just this gorgeous, like ancient statue that looks beyond anything that humans could have created or even perhaps dwarves could come up with something like this it just seems so well carved it looks like it's like armor made of stone do we Um, think that's some kind of like golem or like a construct hmm. can i do a history check on it yeah you can do a history check zola you can as well i know that you're proficient in history i am fell out of my hands but i'm gonna take it because it's a 17 plus okay. history which is i think it's zero and mine is an 18 both of you look at this statue in theory it could be a golem i mean like literally any sort of statue could probably be a golem mm-hmm. um but you don't have any sort of record in your like mind of golems that look like this specifically you mm-hmm. i mean again any statue can be a golem but when you look at this, you're not like, that's the ancient golem of da-da-da. Like, you're like, I don't recognize this. It looks like a really nice statue. But you guys all kind of stand at the precipice of this vast treasure room. How would you guys like to proceed? Brigid, you cool to hold the door still? And maybe tell yes. us if that statue moves? I'm keeping a very keen eye on that Smite, let's look at the items. Oh, yeah. Smite. <laughs> Bolt into the room. You can give me an investigation check, Zola, and you can roll with advantage because Smite will help you. Okay. Brigid, you can roll perception check if you would like to. You're not, you know, fiddling through things, so you can't roll investigation, but you could definitely look, keep a lookout with a perception check. 21 investigation. 28 perception. Okay. <laughs> try and hide from me. Try. 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 You're just mum- mumbling that to yourself. You see Pyre next to you. <laughs> Still in, soaring throughout the space, you are overwhelmed, Zola, by how much is in here. What do you think Zola would be looking for? That's maybe a better... There's so much in here that it's almost a better question to be like, what does Zola want? And therefore, will she find it with that check? If we're talking about like an item that would be magical, I think that anything that would catch Zola's eye would be something that is like a little flashy, a little beguiling, a little like enticing, Mm -hmm. maybe something that could have her not have minus one to all of her charisma, charisma roles. Wow. Maybe like a, a pin I could put on the beret or something. Something to add to charisma. A feather in her cap. Not that I'm trying to choose which magic item I get, but I think that Zola would be like maybe enchant, like enchanted by something that is like a little flashy. Like, oh, do you think people would take me more seriously if I like wore a necktie. <laughs> yeah, you something. see a bolo tie. Oh, oh no. Hmm. no you, this is nice. There does seem to be a section that is definitely got some um, high-level magical clothing items. Mm. You, maybe there's even more storage for this in another room. This looks to be like a kind of a smaller collection. My stuff's starting to get pretty grody. Smite, maybe look for like healing stuff and or like cool weapons, and I'm going to maybe... Try some stuff on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just, like, looking through <laughs> coins. Think of all the people I can help with this. Why didn't this man just give me, like, a huge bag every time he saw me? <laughs> um, as you guys are looking through, so you do find on a, like, golden stone mannequin wrapped around it is a 
gorgeous looking um, scarlet cape that is embroidered with ancient arcane symbols. It looks like a king's cape, honestly. You know what I mean? It's like the uh, red scarlet with golden embroidery, and then there's like the f- what would be the fluff that is like black and white that is actually feathers, um, kind of trimming it. The whole thing. It is absolutely incredible. It is just um, positioned on one of the walls near the giant statue. Roll a d20 for me. Smite. Does this look cursed? Um, three. Three. Okay. Uh, cursed? Definitely not. It, uh, it looks fucking sick. How can something that cool look be cursed? Um, can I do a check, please? Uh, that wasn't a check. Oh. Brigid! I'm, I found a cool cape. You can do an arcana <laughs> check, Brigid, if you want. I walk over and I, sh- I let Brigid touch the feathers. So soft. Uh, it's a five. Um, I think I Brigid gets jealous and is like, I want a thing. And I start to like you. look around and see if anything catches my eye. What's your color? Is like the red thing overdone for you? Yeah, I think green. Okay, green, yeah. Green, green. Um, what do you, I can just keep looking for other stuff. What do you want? There's Spike a lot of different things. like a necklace or something. Oh, shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, like, no, she's got earrings. Maybe something else. Whatever you, whatever you guys think. A toe ring? Whatever you think. A toe ring, yeah. No, don't get her no, a toe ring. she doesn't have I was joking. Feet. What am I doing? Again, okay. is like, this is a test. <laughs> does she wear gold or silver? Spike, does she wear gold or silver? It's definitely silver. It's definitely silver because the earring is silver, I believe. It's gold. It's gold. Uh, I, knew. I, was, I thought it was bone Smite, initially. Despite not knowing what freaking earring is. I don't look at jewelry, man. I just sell it. <laughs> Okay. I just sell it? Yeah, I got to sell it to, you know, give the money to the people. Anyways. Um, <laughs> you have a side hustle? Yeah, yeah. I make some jewelry in my free time. Anyways, um, you see Smite is like looking throughout. And he spots on one of the higher shelves these two gorgeous looking golden bracers that seem to be lined with like ancient elemental symbols on them. Mm. Whoa. Those look old as fuck. I'm going to go get those. Um, yeah. Is there anything you want to look around for other stuff? Uh... No, I guess I'll just reimburse myself. Yeah, get some more gold. I'm, can you pick some up for me, too? I want to replenish the supplies we've used. Uh, I don't know if I really want to... Uh... Come on, he's got so much. <laughs> With your earlier perception check, Brigid, you rolled incredibly high. Yeah, it was a 28. Let's see. If you remember, listeners. You look through the space. Your eyes are, you know, at this point... They've moved on from suspicion and are moving into the <laughs> the lustful sort of greedy eyes of someone who's viewing an expanse of treasure. There's just possibilities, I'm, just awe welling I'm, up inside you. I'm thinking about all of the uh, my past lives and all of the crystals and gems that like Marfin like not, not took, but like was given by all of the keepers. And I'm like, well, it'd be no big deal if I wanted to. Just, like, have something for myself, maybe. I don't know. And as you're looking around, you see something on the foot of this massive statue. There's, like, something flecked against it. Hmm. Hey, Smite. Hold on. I got something right now. What's up, Bregan? Uh, there's something at the foot of the statue. Like, like, spilled? Yeah, it looks like some sort of like like liquid flecked onto there kind of thing. Um, kind of fastening my cape around my neck and shrugging it off my shoulders Ooh, a little cape. bit. Looks Thanks. good. Looks I good. I like it. I've almost got these. Hold on, I got a surprise for you, Brigid. What are you doing? <laughs> um, I'll go, um, check out. Not coming too close to the statue, kind of standing off to the side of it and like crane my neck. I do have um my eyeglasses on, so. 
You are able to see close enough. You look. It looks like blood. Looks like blood splatter. What the hell? It's blood. And you look up and you see there's several other spots on the stone walls where there's like blood splatter. It's more blood. What are you talking about? Might maybe forget about the bracers. Huh? And you see Smite hops down. He's got the two braces in hand. Why? I've got them right here. I think something happened in here. Let's go. You hear the sound <laughs> of stone shifting. I told Slowly you. Slowly but surely as you see all of the eyes on this night open up and focus in on you three. Let's go. Let's go. Move it, people. Judgment is inevitable. I need you all to roll initiative. No! no! I didn't know! I didn't know! The one said the high value items would be off limits! Oh my god. Ooh, 15. 21! Brigid, you were gonna be first. Then, surprisingly, Zola, you were gonna be second. Uh, Smite will be third. And finally, the inevitable. Brigid's still holding the door open, yes. Um, yes, Brigid, you are still at the door. This inevitable is 60 feet away. Your allies are both essentially like. I'm going to say on either side of it, like kind of 30 or so feet away. No, I don't like this cup guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, everything is bad. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to try and do something dumb. Ooh. I think Brigid knew something like this was going to happen. And (laughs) she casts Sunburst at an eighth level. Whoa. On this big fucking guy. It is going to attempt to counterspell you. You're kidding me. Uh, so it's, it's an eighth level eighth spell. Eighth level, so DC is 18. Yeah. It has to add its intelligence to this. It only adds four. So it has to roll a 14 or higher. Can I counterspell its counterspell? It auto-casts it at the third level. So if you counterspell the counterspell, it's gone. I'll counterspell the counterspell. You see oh. one of its eyes lights up and flashes, but you quickly recognize the disabling magic. And with a flick of your blade, you cut the spell from the air. So the sunburst goes through. All right, so sunburst, uh, brilliant sunlight flashes in a 60-foot radius centered on a point that I choose, which is this thing, the inevitable. Each creature in that light must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 12d6 radiant damage and is blinded for one minute. I'm going to need a con save from Zola and Smite also. They're within the 60 feet radius. A 17, it fails your save. Nice. 15. 15, you fail her save as well. And Smite... Smite fails as well. So okay, roll damage. Everyone is taking full damage on this. That's not great. You feel the purest form of fire, light, radiant power as you unleash this torrent and light flashes through the room, sparkling off of all the gold in here as everyone winces. I'll use Indomitable, seeing how strong it is as it's like heading towards me. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Nat 20. Nat 20. Yeah. You're going to take half damage. Um, Smite. Thanks for all your D6. Mm-hmm. 38? Yes. 38 damage to everyone, including the inevitable. So and 19 damage for me. Is that half? Yes. And the inevitable is blinded. Ooh. Creature blinded by the spell makes another constitution saving throw at the end of each of its turns. So cool to blind the all-seeing thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so many eyes, they all must be blind. <laughs> You'd think that with all of its eyes, it would have immunity to blindness, but it is not. As you see, as the like light fades, um, Zola, you've managed to block out the the searing radiant energy. Uh, you see Smite is dazed, eyes wide, blinking, trying to see. He is fully blinded. You see the inevitable... Smite, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay, fine. I'll get him. Where are you guys? Don't run worry. Run to me. Run to me. Everything's white. Am I dead? Run to my voice. Run to <laughs> no, my voice. No, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. <laughs> Up next in initiative is going to be Zola. Great. So Smite and I are, are on either side of this thing, yes? Correct. Um, could I run to Smite without getting close enough to this thing for it to give me an opportunity attack? Um, no, with its reach, it looks like it might be, um, you, you, but it's blind. Would it see me running past? It will take an opportunity attack okay. with a disadvantage. All right. Then I'm going to, um, sprint over and try to, um, I, I grab smite around the waist and start walking him forwards. All right. I will dash over to smite, taking whatever opportunity attack it is going to do against me. And I'll grab smite's hand and start um, leading him towards Brigid. It swings out and you feel literally the wind from the arm swinging past you is enough to kind of throw you off balance. There is so much force behind it. You can't imagine if this thing could see you in your gut feel like it would never miss. That is how accurate it is swinging. That is its opportunity attack. You make it to smite. You grab onto him. Oh, God, please don't kill me. I so much to do. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oh, my God. I have so much to do. <laughs> do you have the fucking bracers or what? Hell yeah. Let's get the we fuck came in here for here. nothing. <laughs> All right. Hold on to my cape. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but. Grabs onto it. <laughs> that is your action to dash. Is there anything else you want to do? That's my turn. Okay, that is your turn. You get over to Smite. You kind of block him as he's recovering from this blindness. Um, Start walking. That is his turn. At the end of his turn, he gets to roll um, to come out of blindness. It's a con save again. Mm -hmm. Can I convince Smite with like the fact that I'm there, like with him? Like, can I kind of like urge him forward to dash away? Yeah. Like he'll just run blindly, trusting me. Yeah. Just go forward. There's nothing in your way. I trust you. Um, blindly trusting you. He is gonna. He'll use a full. His action will be a dash. So he just charges forward. Um, give me a luck check. Let's see if he trips over anything as he's running through. <laughs> so rude. I told him nothing. You're fine. You're fine. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. You're good. As he charges over, you're like, watch out! You jump! Don't slip on my cape. <laughs> You're um, having him, um, you're navigating him from behind. Um, he gets to the end of his turn, running 60 feet. He's rushing towards you, Brigid. Are you there, Brigid? I'm right here. Um, he is going to, he failed his check, but only by a little. So he's going to use his favored by the gods ability. Excellent. Yes. Um, and favored, by the gods. favored by the gods. 2d4, favored by the gods. Um, Mistress favor. Mistress save me. Uh, why don't each one of you roll a d4? Plus three total between the two of us. Plus three total. Okay, he rolled an 11. Plus his save is plus seven. So um, he successfully passes the 18 DC for that con save. You see, as he gets to you, Brigitte, he grabs onto your hand and his eyes refocus. They like redilate and are able to see you. I'm like looking right, at, right into his I, eyes, really I, close. Really sick spell, holy shit. Have you always been able to do that? I'm so sorry. I thought he was further away. I had no idea that that would get you to. It's okay, it's okay. Um, it is now the inevitable's turn. Got me too. For what it's worth, 
a little bit. You suddenly hear, (laughs) what? He is going to roll with disadvantage on his two strikes. Normally, they would be unerring, but because he is blind, he has disadvantage. Okay, first one, he rolled a three. That is not going to hit you, even with this huge bonus. Next one, saved from a nat 20. That is only going to be a 15 to hit. Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Oh, my God. I just keep jumping over his <laughs> hands like the cape is like blowing behind me. Whoa! Whoa! You guys think we should try the circle room? I always said all along we should go in the circle room. I like roll my eyes. I was wrong. I was wrong. That is his action. He's going to use a legendary resistance to come out of the blindness on this turn. That is his turn. Um, we are back at the top with Brigid. Brigid, you see um, Zola is now running toward you. Um, Smite has just arrived, and this massive hulking construct looms and now has fully targeted you guys once again. Okay. Doesn't have to be. We, you know, judgment can Listen, wait. We're friends of Marfin. He's your boss. You don't have to do this. Um... At all. But in the event that you don't believe us, I cast Confusion at a 7th level. (laughs) (laughs) That is a dirty 20 for its wisdom save. So it is going to pass, I believe, correct? Yeah. I give it a 5. Plus, it's plus 10. That is a 15. That is going to fail. It's going to burn a second legendary resistance to resist it. Um, Fuck. That is um, your turn, Brigid, unless but you want to But we gave move. each other a high five. <laughs> no, well, we high Just five. now. High five thing. Turns out this is a legendary enemy that At you At least we facing. got to high five. It felt good. <laughs> I got you, Brigid. Mm. Weirdly, that didn't work. You can never confuse me. Uh, so that's my action. I guess my bonus action. I'm going to uh, command Pyre to teleport Zola closer to the door. Absolutely, yeah. Pyre runs forward, dashing through the coins, quick to avoid any sort of um, potential high-value treasury in case it brings attention to them. Oh, hey, Pyre. (laughs) Bites onto you and (laughs) teleports you another 30 feet. You are 30 feet from the door as this inevitable (laughs) shifts its focus onto the two of you. It's sweatier than Misty Step. (laughs) The cape is warm. The cape is warm. (laughs) Patting out little (laughs) smoke that's emerging from it. Um, That is now your turn, Zola. Run. (laughs) (laughs) Not to make your turn. Run. Run for your fucking life. Running a little bit past Brigid so that I'm like on the other side of the telepad and just like watching through the door. The last thing I do is throw my bicurious mage hand out and just like try and sweep a pile of gold into the room. Give me an arcana check. Oh, this is hazard pay. <laughs> <laughs> Looking around for any security cameras. Stop stealing. Stop. Stop. Oh, a six. Do not steal. You, you mage hand desperately trying to pull coins. You somehow only get five copper. They're like the only five copper in the whole room. Scraped like this all, like the, like those desperately arcade games like where you're like always scraping like this and you never get anything. God, you got like pennies. That's insane. It's um, the nails. It's picking up a, picking up coins with press-ons. Really yeah, you get so few just because it's all nailed. I, I keep on trying to pick up the same coin over and over. Zola, we don't have time! This is a flaw with the spellcasting. I can see that here. Um, is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Is no, that it? Okay, I slam great. the door shut. 
Um, it is actually... Smite has to come through first, right? Yeah, or is he all the way through? Smite is... Uh, actually, yes, yeah, Smite is all the way through. Okay, um, I wasn't so, sure if he just walked up to the door through it. No, you're spot on. I literally looked at initiative. I was like, he's lower in initiative. There's no wet. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah he used his last turn, thanks to you, to run. <laughs> um, okay, so... Zola, you rush through the door. Uh, I we assume you close it behind. We all three do like a Scooby-Doo <laughs> slamming on the door. And then a backup against it moment. The door closes. <sighs> Holy shit. That wasn't that bad. I thought the inevitable was going to be like, we, I, way scarier. <laughs> that was so ah! scary. You ah! see cracks forming on the doorway. Guys, I'm lying. I was scared. I'm very scared. I'm Should we very go in scared. Circle door, circle, circle door, door, circle door. I'll run and cast knock on it. You, and it opens wide a black void. Nothing ah. else. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? Uh, okay. I look back at them and trust fall into the void. <laughs> we trust fall together, holding hands. What? <laughs> Fine. This is why it dives in after you as the door glass off the interdimensional barrier broken you see cracks continue to form through the telepad my um, mage hand goes and slams the door <laughs> shut as we're flying away through space you fall and fall and fall can i cast feather fall on us absolutely the moment you feel yourself falling i mean you're with brigade so you just look up and toss the feather out and all four of you pyre included Catch the air and begin to slowly sail down as Stilton spirals after you. Stilton, nose dive. <laughs> Dives deeper into the darkness. Down. I warg as I'm falling. <laughs> cool. Down, down. That's cool as hell. <laughs> Stilton reaches it first. As you get what seems to be hundreds of feet down, he pulls up and you get a full view of this vast landscape just the sky is complete void it is nothing but darkness the vision is limited to dark vision you know it's like 60 or so feet it's nearly pitch black in here but through still and you see piles and piles of garbage this looks to be a massive junkyard these piles are rising from what can only be described as some sickly looking liquid that has sort of spilled throughout the space an endless landscape of garbage. And as you guys continue to sail down, eventually you land amongst it and tumble down these piles, passing by rusted weaponry, cracked and broken magical items, general just refuse that has been produced probably from throughout the like many rooms of Marfins, all here in this vast trash landscape. What the fuck, Marfin? This is a, is this like a giant landfill? I start to get like uh, environmentally um, outraged. So, outraged or uh, indignant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> is this just like a pocket he created though, or is this somewhere? Let me check the watch. It also reeks in here. It smells of iron. Oh, smells my of cape! Ancient mold and trash. It is vile. This is, even in the best case scenario, that this is a a plane dedicated to trash, this is still horrifying. And as you kind of hold steady on one of these mountains, trying not to like slip down into whatever the sickly liquid that fills this space is, you occasionally hear like... 
and like look out and manage to see falling from the sky some like trash some some used cups like that look like they're broken moldy food things just like topple down and just lands in one of the piles nearby i mean is this all just from his stores it seems like so much trash it can't be it seems ancient also i mean well, for many ancient. yeah as he's... many lives as he's had it seems even bigger than that like a city's trash or right. something i mean i guess he could accumulate this much over <laughs> what centuries he's been alive I guess, but, but I mean, why not insane. just participate in a city's, you know, recycling program or something? Maybe he thought it would be better if it all went here? Maybe some of these items are items that he wouldn't want to put in a trash receptacle. Maybe. Do you think there are dead bodies here? It's so stinky. Oh. Zola, you think about, about the splattered blood in the treasure room and how there was still no bodies. So. Let's look for a door. If there is one i hope so but i mean as vile as this is it's better than facing the inevitable could i lean down and pick up like looking for anything that might bear some like reference to the outside world so maybe like a crumpled chip bag or like a torn piece of like newspaper or something like i just want to pick up something like plastic or foil and like press a digitation it and see if i can tell like where it was sourced from yeah i guess give me an investigation check for something that would be useful in that manner something okay. that's I'm not kind so of destroyed. like tossing aside like cups and looking for like a can that still has its label on it to see if this is like aurelian mm -hmm. or 17 as you're kind of rummaging through the trash here like a little raccoon um <laughs> stilton is like picking things out with his beak and showing them ah, to me shiny things mostly aside. um yeah you look through this is stuff from all over you're finding trash that something that is simple as like you know like food and stuff like that but you're like this could be from uh, another like totally different region in the world because mm -hmm. you don't recognize the decaying food but you also see other things like um one thing you find that you definitely can trace back to a recognizable area is that you pull out um, like a piece of paper that looks soaked and it's like absolutely falling apart, but you look at it and it looks to be a wanted poster um, from Aurelia for the Arcanist gang. It is mm -hmm. like an old poster that Marfin must have somehow acquired or one of his quicklings acquired. And when they <laughs> threw it out, it Check ended it. up here. Ah, mm. uh, the good old days. You're looking good. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, the um, mask was in better shape then. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Uh, it's uh, it's an wait, old. Show me, show me. Smite's famous. I rip it out of. <laughs> or wait, wanted. I think it is. Famous and wanted are the same thing. Infamous. Let's be honest. Yes, infamous. infamous. Wanted by all. Yes, people no. want me. I'm I'm very well known back in early. Yeah. I could locate object on the door if we wanted. Might I be am... good to have that up. You know, when we walk around. Yeah, mm -hmm. it'll be ten minutes. So, I am starting to run a little bit lower on spell slots but i've been saving my higher levels <sighs> yeah i think that's smart okay i will locate object um any door within a thousand feet and i'll just kind of keep it up like a beacon as we're walking through all right everyone give me dexterity checks so this is just going to be actually you know what i'll say it's athletics for you zola mm -hmm. um and um if you would like to use acrobatics brigid you can use that if that's better than your athletics because okay. you guys my as athletics is really good Okay, yeah, either one that works. You guys um, are navigating these piles. It is very easy to fall. 23. 27. The two of you, with relative ease, are navigating these piles. 
you have to go very slowly. Every move you take, you feel everything beneath you shift and things tumble down and splash into the water below. You're walking for the full 10 minutes, no pings. Uh-oh. Somebody give me a perception check. Is it based on sight? Because I have advantage. This is actually, you know what? You can do it based on sight, but Brigid, this for you is based on hearing. Like, you, you might be able to see it, but it'll be higher DC for okay. the sight perception. Very low. Below 10 for both. 18. Every once in a while, in the distance, you hear rapid movement and a horrifying <laughs> screech. Multiple from different areas in the distance. Oh, God. Can I, like, do a check or some kind of survival check on, like, what animal that could be? Sure. And um, survival or nature. Uh, that is a 28. Aberrant in nature. This is not a natural sound. This is not a beast that you would encounter in the jungles. Whatever is here is not from the material plane. Decidedly different. You don't see anything, though. It seems like they're far enough away, and you guys haven't been making too much noise. But while you're walking, why don't you give me a stealth check? I don't think i tell these guys that. Because I don't want them to freak out. It's faint mm-hmm. enough that, like, you don't pick up on it. Smite so. and I, like, accidentally make, like, some metal screech at the same time, but Brigid picks it up underneath it. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, we gotta be careful. I don't want to attract any attention. Yeah, this place is giving me the creeps. Stealth check? Is that what you wanted? Yes, everyone will a stealth check. Stealth check this is a, average? This is a group stealth check. Great. No, no reason. <laughs> 15. 10. Okay, the average of that is 12.5. I'll roll for Smite. That's pretty high for Smite. He does bring the average up quite a bit. Are the kids dragging down the curve? <laughs> you move undetected through these piles of trash. At one point, you you know, reach the inevitable bottom of one of the piles, and you have to cross through the sickly, thick, viscous liquid that is pooled around everywhere. A, a, a shallow lake that you have to walk through um, that squelches underneath your feet as you continue to climb and move through as stealthily as you can. I'm pissed about the cape. Surprisingly, as you say that, because you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. I can't believe I got this new cape, and I come in here and immediately ruin it. You look spotless. Oh. Perfectly clean. Nice. Whoa. That looks... that You got a good choice. Speaking of... Um, I bury my face in the cape because it smells good. It is the only good smelling thing here. Um, so Mike goes... Wait, um, I, I got these for you, by the way. They kind of romantic place to have a gift. What should I not care? We just kind of <laughs> I, I walk away a little bit. <laughs> I, oh, I, where are you going? I, I hey, um, it kind of turns you toward him. I, I'm sorry about the whole inevitable thing. Um, I, I, I got these for you. What are they? Um, well, I noticed that you have a lot of jewelry, and. I didn't want to, you know, uh, too too many in the same place and earrings or net. So I, I I was looking for something and then I saw these and they had like elemental markings on them and I you know, elemental and thought you might like it. Thanks. I don't know what I they like do. Put, I put my hands out so he can put them on me. He uh, slips them on and they kind of like seal to your arms, adjusting ah. to the size. It's not too tight. It's comfortable. But he goes, oh, is, are you okay? Is that too tight? I think it's good. I like kind of move my wrists around. It feels light. Doesn't impede any sort of casting or movement. Cool. You're not sure what it does yet, but you, um, they feel lighter than you would expect, like these golden like metal bands to feel like. Interesting. Um, 
Thanks. Of course. Um, again, sorry about the whole inevitable thing, but I guess it was inevitable, right? <laughs> Do a big explosion, Brigid. There's nothing here. Thank you. And I give him like a little like one-armed hug as I'm like looking at one of them. Uh, he smiles and returns the hug. Zola, as you kind of walked off a little bit and you're like climbing up one of the piles again, just like surveying the scene, you see still in lands next to you and nuzzles up against you and, and kind of does the the equivalent of wrinkling his beak <laughs> to show the displeasure at the sense ah. of this place. Ah. Sorry, I should have made you like a fish or something without smell. Ah, looks at the one. Just speak common. So, like, can we send? Uh, could we send Stilton? Maybe fly. Maybe there's a door up. Oh. Yeah. Oh wait, no. I guess you did locate an object that's a thousand feet. Well, it could have been further than a thousand feet. Yeah, I'm worried that the only door is where, where we, we came, came through. But I don't. I mean, there's no walls for us to spider climb up. So if it is. I don't know what we would do about that. <sighs> well, um, maybe we can just send Stilton on a little scout. Yeah. And he can report back if anything comes up. Stilton, can you fly as fast as you can forward <gasps> and then maybe loop back around to one side and see if you can hit any walls or if this is just an endless plane? <gasps> and, you know, if you see anything crazy, let us know. Ha! <gasps> Salutes you and... Takes off into and the I'll sky. And I'll send him like fully off. I'm not going to warg. I'm just kind of sending him out on a scouting mission so he can go further than the 150 feet. Got it. I noticed that Zola's not warging, and I'm like, okay, so they're not going to see. I I start to trust fall, and I go, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mind was fully ready that time. I'm ready. I know it. I know you have to do it for we the know spell. Now. So I know. I know what to do. Yeah. Zola, is that you? That wasn't me. So Mike goes, that wasn't me either. Pyre? Yeah. Come here. Oh, my God. Um, scrambling over one of the massive piles is NP, the golden-haired woman, dressed in a much more comfortable, much more clean sort of mage's robe outfit, she has the crown kind of as a necklace around her neck, kind of hanging loosely there. She looks at you, shocked, breathless. Oh my God, I can't believe you guys are here. Stop where you are. Okay. I'm sorry, but we have to make sure it's really you. <laughs> okay, sure. What can I, how can I help do that? What did I give you the last time that I saw you? Um... Uh, the almanac? I look at Brigid and Smite and I kind of nod a little bit and I go, What does your name stand for? Not a pet. Do you think I should upcast detect thoughts? Yeah. Okay, we're coming for you. And I'm going to start to walk towards a little bit. Um, and I kind of play along. Are you okay? How did you get here? I was trying to... Flay came looking, and so I just tried to find a way out, and I took the door, and I, I ended up just tumbling through and falling in here. I came from up there, and she points from the sky, the same place that you guys came from. I cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. You detect thoughts surface level because you're not you haven't dived deeper mm -hmm. yet 
You're hearing your companion's thoughts echo as well, all overlapping. I can't, I can't believe this is impossible. Like, she, she is filled with shock. She is, there's a lot of, it's a lot of fast moving thought. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is, you, you can feel her heartbeat in her mind. That is how quickly her thoughts are moving. And they're jumping around to um, like greetings and excitement and nervousness and confusion because her friends are like, you know, almost interrogating her. She's confused, but she's focused on you guys. Her, her thoughts are entirely centered around the fact that she's found you. I will push deeper and I'll say the... Um, it does say questions verbally direct at the target creature naturally shape the course of its thoughts, so the spell is particularly effective as part of an interrogation. Correct. I will push deeper as I say, is it really you, NP? 18 wisdom saving throw. You press deeper and you ask that question, and as you do, there is a flare of resistance. There is an intense, like, instinctual, like, flick out of anger as her golden eyes look to you. I guess give me an insight check. Yeah. Six. Can I also do an insight check? Yeah, I mean, you guys are all looking at NP. I know that you're this. I know that Brigitte isn't turning her attention away from this, having seen NP now. 17. Now she looks a little anxious uh, and angry. I'll let it drop as soon as I see like the flare of anger. I'm sorry, NP. We have to check. There's a lot of tricks in these rooms. Oh my God, is that really you? We were so scared. I, we were we worried about up. you. You Big guys hug. all run forward. Smite goes, this is... Uh, this makes things a lot easier, right? Jeez. And you guys all hug, reunited in the worst place possible. Oh, you God. smell terrible. You guys do too. I guess your cape smells pretty nice though. Thanks. Let's go all under the cape, quick. Everyone under the cape. Like a big parachute. I can't, all right, I'll just keep watching. How uh, long have you been here for? Days, maybe? I, I don't know. It's I've lost track of time. There's, you fell from the cottage? I, I went through one of the doors and fell from there. You were um, running from fly. Yeah, and... She found you. Yeah. What happened? We're not alone in here. There are these creatures that roam this place. What? They eat anything they can find. They're kind of the... Well, scavengers. Scavengers of this oh. place. Have you seen any kind of door or hole in the ground? Anything? That would lead to another plane. She looks down. Nothing. Okay, well, um, I hate to put pressure on you, but I feel like you flying us out of here might be the only option because we came from up there too. This place might literally be the pit at the bottom of the Marfin's multiverse. Everyone give me another stealth check in the commotion of seeing your new friend. Obviously, stealth has been kind of dropped a little bit. 19. Oh, yeah, I got a 9. Thankfully, your allies rolled a little bit better than that. You see NP quickly kind of pulls down behind one of the trash piles. Smite sees that you're about to fall and kind of pulls you back from falling into the water. I cover everyone with my cape, uh, Frodo Sam style, outside the Black Gates of Warner. <laughs> As you peer through the cape and see something step into the water. The skin is translucent. You can see the blue veins and strange pigment, like reddish blood pumping through this creature. A little bit taller than a human. Its limbs, however, are fully, like, fully extended much longer. Its arms reach all the way to its feet. All of them are clawed and webbed. It looks gaunt. Its body is truly, it's skin and bones. 
it's truly, it's almost nothing, but perhaps the most horrifying aspect of it is when you look up at its head, it has a fully extended foot long jaw that hangs open. Fully humanoid teeth lining its gums all the way around, soulless gray eyes. It... That isn't a farm chicken. Looks towards your cape. Trots through the water. We're all shaking under the cape. It hears a... In the distance, turns its head towards it, and then... Faster than you could have possibly imagined, it darts off into the darkness beyond. That's one of them. We have to get out of here. We gotta go. Okay. Um, Can they fly? Um, I... I don't know, but I'm actually having kind of some trouble flying right now. What's wrong? I um I think maybe my focus is off or something. You know, the crown is uh, heavy as the head, you know? So, um... Yeah, how how is it going, by the way? Sorry to have this conversation very quickly, but... Have it's okay. She's like looking around. anything or figured out anything or how does uh, um, it feel? It feels good. Um, very light. Um, I, I'm using... I've been using it as a spell casting focus. It's, it's going great. I, um... Yeah, is nervously looking around. Smite goes, maybe there's something that has fallen in here that could get us access to another part of his mansion. If it's not, a, if there's not a door, maybe there's like something like a, an item. He said that not everything looks like a door. Right. You know, so I don't or know. Or maybe like if there's more of those teleportation pads underneath or something. Yeah, maybe one even could have just fallen in an old one that's out of disuse or something. Okay, <sighs> should we all spread out a little bit? If we all look separately, we can cover a bigger ground, but maybe we don't go too far? Yeah. Everyone stay within dark vision sight. Okay. NP goes, can I stay with you? Yes. I look at NP and I take her hand and I squeeze it and go, we're so happy and you are half of why we're here. Now we just have to get Marfin and get out, okay? So okay. So I'm, I want to stay with you guys. Okay, so just me going off. Okay. Uh, you take NP. I'll go with Smite. Okay, that's that's good by me. NP, Brigid is going to protect you, okay? I trust you. We're not leaving here without you. Thank you. You guys nod and head off in separate directions. First, let's do another round of stealth checks. I want to um, cast Pass Without Trace on everyone. Give me a check using your spellcasting modifier, because I believe technically people have to be within 30 feet of you when you're concentrating on Pass Without Trace. Otherwise, it will just be you and NP who get that boost. Mm -hmm. 14. 14. You try and extend the range of the spell, but you feel like it is, it's limited mm -hmm. to um, you and NP. But you both have a plus 10 to stealth now. Why don't you give me that roll, and I'll roll for NP. I look at Smite, and I say, if either of us has seen, I can cast invisibility once. Amazing. I've got some backup spells as well, too. Okay. NP nat 20 on the stealth check. Ooh, nice. she, she's been here for a bit. She's been here for a bit. She moves with a grace that you have not seen. I mean, she is she has really come into her own. There's an elegance about her, a, a fluidity to her movement that is just unbelievable. As she moves throughout the trash with you, you guys following pace as you continue to explore. Um, what well, can you give me your stealth check, uh, Zola? And I'll give Smites. Smite did not roll well. I rolled a four. But you know what? We'll 
get to that in a moment. Brigid and NP move very quietly through this junkyard. Why don't you give me a perception check, Brigid, as you're looking around. You're trying to find anything that looks out of the ordinary, something that could potentially be a door. It's a 15, and you can have this dice back forever. Mm, it's a DM <laughs> dice. It's cursed. As you're walking around again, you occasionally hear like the sound of trash falling in the distance. One of the main exits could be, in theory, to go straight up, though you're not even sure if that would work either. And if it did, you're not really sure where it would bring you. It certainly would be perhaps the most random way of leaving this place. But as you're going around, is there any, are you casting any spells? Are you doing anything to assist in finding um, some sort of port key, so to speak? Yeah, I cast detect magic um, and I try and find uh, oh. magic around me. And I also want to that that to include like around where NP is. Yeah, it's a 30 foot mm. radius, I believe. I still have a weird feeling about how MP is like moving around and being very stealthy. I'm I'm still a little suspect. Still suspect. Okay, so with a 30 foot circle around you, um you do get some pings from NP. Seems like there's several magical items on here. No surprise there. But the crown should be a massive ping, no? I mean, yeah, it, it pings, absolutely. There is um, the the crown pings. There's several, like, you know, she's wearing a mage's robe outfit, so there's, like, several pings underneath her outfit as well. You also, I assume you keep walking as you're looking around with the detect magic. You're, like, keeping it up kind of monitoring NP while also looking for anything yeah. of interest. Kind of like a metal detector mm. on the beach. You also learn about the schools. Ah, yes, you do. Okay, so you get strong evocation magic coming from NP. You're also getting from those other pings, like some enchantment, other sorts of magic that might be coming from any items she has on her. You are moving throughout this space, and at one point you see something fly down it's still in he lands near you regards np with a bit of shock before looking to you ah and points off in a distant direction still do you did you find an exit ha ha you haven't cast speak with animals but you do get an impression that stilton has found something of interest it's rude to I speak cast. with another wizard's familiar, just so you know. <laughs> it's rude, you said? It's rude. Kind of talking behind Zola's back I've right never now. spoken to him, so like, <laughs> be a big sap, just saying. Oh my god, it's still talking? <laughs> I can't believe you do without me. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> you cast speak with animals? Yeah. Over there. Oh, Water. Pouring down. Different. Okay. Different. Okay. Still a low, relatively low intelligence creature, but seems to have found Don't some sort of. Don't talk about him that way. I'm sorry. Uh, seems to be um, an, uh, an unlearned bird, uh, but certainly has um, recognized that there's like some area where liquid is spilling in. It's mm -hmm. different than the like pools of liquid that you gather might just be like different, like moisture so it's not coming off. Like ooze. Of... Maybe it's something else. Exactly. Okay. Um, can I? Where is Zola? Where is Zola and Smite? Um, we said we would stay within eye eyesight. Yeah, I think just give me a perception check. Cool. It is. I would say like you probably didn't go more than like sixty to hundred feet away from each other, which is definitely a visible range. Um, with if you if anyone produces any light, it'll be easier. But yeah. Uh, ten or sorry, fourteen. Well, we rolled really low stealth, so. 
Uh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, you look out and you do see Smite and Zola. Uh, what do you think Zola and Smite are talking about right now that's I, causing them to have such low stealth? I think probably Smite uh, and I found like an old battered shield on the ground and I uh, dared Smite to ride it down one of the trash hills like a sled. <laughs> Yo! Can I... <laughs> You think it's quiet enough? You think it can I'll jump it? on the back. Oh, come on, Riri! And then you just... <laughs> oh, so I immediately oh, hear them. It's so much louder than I thought it would be. As Is you, that still in? You, <laughs> you look over and you guys lock eyes from about like 100 feet away. You guys are... I wave them down. Oh, Brigid's mad. <laughs> Brigid's mad, you say, and then you hear... <laughs> A screech, the most horrifying screech you could have possibly heard as you turn and literally arm on the top of one of these piles, kind of King Kong-esque, kind of crawling around it, is one of these aberrations. It looks down at the two of you and begins to chatter its teeth excitedly. Everybody, roll initiative. Ew, chatter its teeth? No. No thanks. That sounds nasty. <laughs> I will not be providing Foley for that. You all know what that sounds like. You can do it on your own time if you would like to hear that. Nine. Uh, ten. Up top, you watch as this creature screams and launches itself in the air, arms out towards you, Zola. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Get out of here. Get no, out we here. gotta go. We gotta go. It um, is going to strike you with its claws as it tries to rake down your body. Um, oh, okay. That's a natural 18 plus eight to hit. So that's a 26 on the first one, and then only a 13 on the second one. Okay, first one hits. You stumble back as if, if you had, hadn't had moved a second earlier, you know those claws would be deep in your chest instead of scraping against your chainmail and drawing blood from underneath it. As you fall backwards, ah! the second swipe missing you, um, you take 18 damage. NP, run! Where, where, do, where do I go? Where do I go? Follow Stilton! Um, and as you are hit by this creature, it tries to pull you in. I need you to give me a opposed... Grapple check. No. Okay. Athletics. That is correct. 28. I dig my feet into the trash. You dig your feet into the trash, and as it tries to pull you in, you smack its arm away, and it <laughs> eyes wide in excitement. Think Smite, like, bashes it with the shield we were just sledding <laughs> on, like, picks it up. Yeah. There's a, this is incredible, like, slow moment where time freezes as trying to pull you in. It is bashed by this shield, um, and you pull back. That is its turn. It screeches echo in this vast void. No, 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 no. It is now Smite's turn, having just blocked this creature. Um, you watch as he draws his sword, and in a flash, he's going to just make two attacks on it. First one is not going to hit as he swings out faster than you would expect. It ducks down and tries to lunge towards him. Second one, however, that is a dirty 20. He swings out with his blade. 13 with just the swipe, and then he's going to burn a first level spell slot to do a divine smite. 25 damage as he swings his blade and there's an explosion of light. This creature hisses and lurches back, the radiant light burning it as it snarls and looks towards smite now. Attention drawn. Okay, um, so I'll hold it. You guys find whatever that exit is, right? That, nope, you're coming with us. <laughs> that is Smite's turn. He's not going to use his movement because he doesn't want to risk an opportunity attack. Um, now it is going to be Brigid's turn. Brigid, you are, I'm going to say, about 60 feet from your allies where you see that they're being harassed by this monstrosity. 
And which way is the water? It was still and flew to you from the direction you were heading. Like you were heading the right way. Okay. If you want, you can give me a perception check to see if you could hear what Stilton is talking about, get a better idea of the actual distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that not going to take away from my action? No, I'll say that that's a free action. To detect it's a, a babbling brook. twenty. <gasps> Whoa! You I act- can detect a babbling brook. You actually a hundred percent can. You hear is that the cheese plane reference? <laughs> <laughs> you hear a distinct babble uh, coming from a few hundred feet away past these trash piles. It's really faint, but it's consistent. Like it's like running water. And it's not coming from above, it's coming from just in the distance, perhaps behind something. You can't really see it at this point. Guys, we found a source of water, not nasty, oozy water. Love it. Let's run towards it. I don't want to fight these guys. I think they just called more of them. How'd you find that out? Uh, it's Stilton flew down and ha! he was saying caca over there. Sounds like him. Ha ha! Uh, that is your turn. Oh wait, Brie, that's just your, um, sorry, that was a free action. What do you want to do with your action and movement? I want to dash with MP. Okay, you- Toward the water. You grab NP and the two of you begin to start running. Now it is going to be Zola's turn. Okay, uh, not liking that this thing is attacking Smite, I whip out the tusk and I'm going to uh, slash it at three times. Oh my God, miserable rolls. But I have plus 15. First one is a 16. That misses. Second one is a 19. That hits. And second one is above that. Yes, both of those are going to hit. Okay. 27 damage with the two hits. Ooh, you and Smite are perfectly in sync at this point. As he swings and there's a blast of radiant light, you use that flash as an advantage to come up. Your first swing, this creature manages to stumble back just out of reach, but you spin and with that spin, you slice twice and cut it right through its ribs, exposing them. Barren, dry sand pours out of it. I turn to look at Smite and I give him a thumbs up, kind of like, you good? Like, I'm gonna run and come after can. You want me to send us off? Dimension door style? Sure. Okay. Yes, Um, I kind of start to like, I'm preparing myself to get dimension doored. Okay, it is now NP's turn. NP is with you. Um, Brigitte is dedicating her whole movement to running as well. So I'll just say that you guys are like moving full dash together away from the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Now it is back to the top. The hungry, this creature snarling at these two foes who have decided to square off with it. There's lots of trash here to eat. Look, here's a half-empty yogurt. The best trash is fresh trash. Uh, first, yogurt looks good. Fourteen <laughs> on you. That's gonna be a miss. Swipes out. I, I, it hits the yogurt out of my hand instead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it looks toward it, almost distracted by it for a moment, but then refocuses. It's a lot of food waste in Emeralia. <laughs> uh, that is uh, just rolled again. <laughs> Same rolls the first time. That's a six. Oh, a second yogurt. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> nope, not that one either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was just berry yogurt. Is it yogurt or yogurt or yogurt? Don't say say yogurt. What the fuck are you talking about? I thought there was more than one way of saying it. She swipes out, uh, misses both of you. That is unfortunately its turn, but its screams continue to echo. Um, It is now Smite's turn. Smite grabs you and goes, all right, here we go. We both grab the shield on either side and like jump onto it and then start sledding 500 feet away. (laughs) Give me a d20 roll. Three. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. 
Don't, Give me, don't say that. I need you to roll another d20. As Smite grabs you and he conjures the magic and like rips open a door as you suddenly feel the conjuration shard surge with energy triggered by another conjuration spell. I had a feeling that's what it was. 11. Okay. More positive reaction. (laughs) (laughs) This was to determine in what way Dimension Door works. You two disappear uh, and you reappear. Smite is not with you. Um, You are 500 feet in the air. You see a flash as Smite crashes into a trash pile um, not far from you, Brigid. You see literally just Smite appear and then slam into one of the trash piles. Ah! Oh! <laughs> just mouthful of trash as he goes straight in. Um, I'm so glad you're not one of those things. Oh, God, it's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. Oh, God, disgusting. <laughs> he takes some damage as he crashes in there, but you see him like scramble up, dazed. Zola! Zola! Uh, Zola, you are 500 feet in the air. You begin to fall. Makes sense. Okay. Um, you will, that's how it works. You will fall on your turn. That is how that works. Great. Um, now it is going to be Brigid's turn. We'll have a second to act before I hit the ground on my turn. Yeah, you definitely. I mean, you, no matter what you have, I'll say you have your reaction. So technically you could feather fall, but you're not falling yet. It's like you, yeah. you're having a Looney Tunes moment where you appear 500 feet above this vast landscape, which mm-hmm. by the way, this high up is like pitch black. Like you cannot see down there because your dark vision doesn't extend that mm-hmm. far. So you literally just are suddenly surrounded by void and you feel the pull of gravity. Um, okay, that is now going to be Brigid's turn. Brigid, what would you like to do? Hmm. Perception check to see if there are any more of those things coming towards okay. me. If you use your action, I'll also let this double as a way of finding whatever that water was. I think I might want to dash again. So I just want to, you know, get the lay of the land. Who's coming at me? Do Got I need it. to fight them? Do I need to dash? And I'm going towards the water. Okay, yeah. If you roll high enough, I'll see. I'll, I'll maybe throw that in as a little bonus. Okay. Well, it's a two. Water's still coming from the same direction, so you're on track if you keep moving that way. Mm -hmm. You do hear the increased sound of scampering, trash being kind of um, overturned, and the occasional screech. They're not close enough, and you don't see them yet. They're not within, like, your dark vision or anything, but they definitely have heard you guys moving through. You still have an action and a bonus action. Pyre next to you, you see NP kind of watching, eyes focused in on Smite who just landed. Uh, how would you like to proceed? Okay, I think I'm just going to dash and cast, oh, I, can't, I guess I can't dash if I cast Guidance. Um, I'm gonna just touch MP and cast Guidance. Okay. And run as fast as I can. Um, she gets a D4 on her next check. So you continue to run towards the water. It's getting louder, which is definitely encouraging. Um, now oh, and uh, bonus action, I command Pyre. Can I, I just, can I say what my command is later or do I have to make sure I say it? Right? I'll let you hold on to that. You command Pyre to ready an action, essentially. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so that is your turn. It is now Zola's turn. Zola, uh, you begin to plummet uh, incredibly fast. Um um, I don't want to like lose speed by casting Featherfall too early, so I'm just cursing, waiting until the second that I can see the ground and then use one of my last spell slots to upcast Featherfall, feeling very drained of my abilities. You're hurtling down like a meteor about to crash into the ground. You see, you are only about like 60 or so feet off from where your allies are. You're just gonna crash into one of these nearby trash piles. You quickly, with the feather in hand, I hit the ground running. You 
land on the pile, skid down Fuck. it. I'm really tired of being 500 feet in the air. <laughs> you look at the, the conjuration shard. How many uh, times are you going to do that to me? <laughs> kind stop, of stop. flickering. I'm like putting my hands over it, like trying to like whack a mole over <laughs> like bright beams of light shooting out. Literally, no, 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 no. as you're running, you're like, it like disappears, then reappears like five feet away, and you have to grab <laughs> it, and then it disappears, you have to catch no, it again. No, no. It's like juggling without the intent of juggling. Um, stop. I don't want to juggle. <laughs> are you juggling back there? No. <laughs> No, uh, you can't have a beret and juggle. You're getting a little too clownish. This is too clown for me. This is just getting silly. This is ridiculous at this point. This is ridiculous. Uh, this is ridiculous. Um, you are rushing after your friends. This creature is gonna have to roll a um, perception check to find you. It is now NP's turn. Um, with the guidance, you know what? She's she's gonna do a perception check to look for where the water is coming from. Um, as you guys are running, the water sloshing around your feet. Bless us, Kigistra. <laughs> Kigistra, be there for us. Um, be with me. Keegan is the mistra of my campaign. <laughs> Keegan um, is the mistra of my life. Why don't you roll the d4, Brigid, um, for the for the guidance? She sent, so we may roll. Four. <laughs> what did you say? She sent, so we may roll. <laughs> that is going to be a natural 19. You see MP goes, over there! Uh, and points through to the trash piles where you see kind of emerging from shadow. Like it's... It's strange. It's it should be coming from a wall, but there's just no wall. It looks like a tube emerging from the darkness. This massive drainage pipe that is gushing oh. in. It looks it's dark, uh, and you can only see shades of black. But it it looks like more less viscous than what you're walking less in. Less sludgy. <laughs> yeah. Just slightly less sludgy. She is going to use her movement. She begins to run towards it, kind of pulling at your hand, Brigid. That is her turn. Back to the top. It is the hungry. You have attracted the attention of a number of them. Somebody roll a d6 for me. You're gonna wanna roll low. One. Only one is close enough outside of the other one that is drawn to you, but a distance away. It's gonna roll a perception check. I'm gonna say, can everyone, let's just do, this is kind of an impromptu thing. Everyone roll a passive stealth check. So just roll d20 at your stealth. Um, I will perception for it. <laughs> Four. I am yelling and running. Twelve. <laughs> running through the water towards you, trying to cut you off at the pass as you guys rush toward the sound of the water is another one of these hungry. He has to use his full dash to get the 60 feet. It might get within striking distance by the time you get there. Zola, look out! That is its turn. Smite is whipping his head around. Zola, Zola is looking for you, <laughs> clocks you, charging through and goes, fumbling with the shard. <laughs> Put that thing away. <laughs> I'm trying. Put that thing that came forward, so help me. I'm trying. <laughs> um, calls you this way um, and you guys, um, he's going to also, he just misty steps to get an extra 30 and then full dash to 90 feet. And he is that much closer. He's probably one move away from being there. Now it is going to be Brigid's turn. Brigid, NP tugging on your hand. We have to go, come on. I run and then I command Pyre to teleport us toward the, the pipe. You guys all continue to rush towards the pipe. Um, <laughs> We're calling it that hit now. Hit that pipe! <laughs> hit that pipe! Um, Zola, it is your turn. I dash to the pipe and 
does it seem like the water is coming out full force and taking up the entire, like, is the volume of the water filling the pipe or is it like it's coming to the bottom and we could like walk through this? It is um, just a bit more than the like bottom layer. You know what I mean? So it's not the whole pipe isn't gushing water. It's not nearly that loud. You definitely would have heard it. It's a little bit more than like, um, uh, knee height on you. You imagine it might be like, if you got up there, it'd be like kind of up to your waist. Sola, come here. <laughs> I dash towards Brigand Empire. Give me another stealth check as you guys reappear kind of just out of view of this creature. It knows where you are, but it doesn't know exactly where you are. 17. 17. Uh, what about you, Zola? Two. NP rolled very well um, as well. You guys um, holding this creature... Because you are lightly obscured enough, it rushes past towards where it hears the water coming from and <laughs> roars out for anything starving, looking for its prey as you guys all huddle near one of these piles. And I command Pyre to teleport all of us as a group together 15 feet closer to With that held opening. action. Nice. Smite runs over. You guys all put a hand on Pyre, and there's a burst of flame as you reappear on the other side of this pile, uh, closer to the water, which you see now the Hungry is inspecting, looking around. Should we kill this guy so he doesn't, like, tell all of his buddies that there's an exit? Does it seem like they're too big to get into the pipe? Um, no, it seems like they could fit in the pipe. Okay. Time to kill. <laughs> Do we want to just go in on this creature? We could, or we could just try to run. We might be able to, I don't know, it moved fast. Smite is going to essentially help you guys get up to the pipe because it is set up a little bit. You know what I mean? He's going to act as a boost, so he'll ready that. Smite can get boosted by Pyre, and Pyre could teleport back. Got I'll it. toss NP up. Got it. Okay, yeah, so you guys all together at this point um, rush <laughs> toward this pipe, clambering up. Bring it, it's your turn. Do you? I assume you go to the pipe, or is there anything else you want to do? I want to create bonfire 60 feet away so that it distracts the the creatures and they go towards that. Okay, give me a deception check. Sure. 11. It rolled a nine on its insight. I rolled a nine too. Roll plus off. zero. <laughs> so it it's only a nine. Um, you, a little burst of flame in one of the piles. It is close enough and knew you were coming here, but it turns just in time for you guys to all rush. Time slows as Smite takes position, boosts you up, Brigid. Um, Zola, go ahead, go. you launch up NP, who, surprisingly light, you launch her in. She grabs onto the pipe and, like, pulls herself in. Brigid is up there. You reach a hand out, and you help up Zola, who easily climbs in. And then Smite goes, all right, so now it's... And then Pyre just tackles into him, and the two of them <laughs> teleport into the pipe. And you immediately hear hissing noises as Pyre is landing in water and goes... Does not like being wet. Everyone, give me a stealth check, and Fire. this is actually Fire. going to be a individual stealth check. You're going to want to be a ten. Oh my god! Fuck. I rolled a four. Ash rolled a two. The rest of your allies clinging to the inside of this pipe as water pushes at them and they're trying not to lose their balance. Go, um, go Smite. You feel the water gush into you both a little harder and you lose your footing enough to kind of slip out of the pipe and you catch on, you don't fall out, but you, as you look back out, you see locking eyes with you, those two hungry. <laughs> they leap forward. Um, they had held their actions. 
So they're gonna make their attacks. We're gonna just hanging off and coughing <laughs> with the water gushing in our faces. <laughs> uh, it's a nat, uh, oh wait, no, it's a seven. Okay, so um, da, 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 da. 15 to hit you, Brigid. Um, it's just my armor class. Okay, and then the second one was higher than that. So those are gonna be two hits. Great. 16 damage, Brigid, give me a grapple check. So an, an athletics check as this, the other one now tries to grab you and pull you out of the pipe. This other one that launched for you, Zola, is gonna swipe out twice on you. That's only a 14 on the first one. And wow, terrible, 11 on the second. You nope. um, literally- it away. <laughs> yeah, it's mouth opening, <laughs> leaps at you, and you just boot to its teeth, kick it, and it spirals out and splashes into the water Nasty below. Nasty trash breath. <laughs> I got I brush my teeth. Floss. <laughs> I got an 18. An 18? For my grapple check. You passed the grapple check. But I did get swiped on twice. Yes, you did get swiped on twice. So you are going to take the damage. clinging to each other, too. Mm-hmm. You can't have her. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> <laughs> get it? It's what you said on Ornithorn. <laughs> what? What are you guys oh, talking about? I'm bleeding. I hate this place. Uh, Marfin's mansion blows. We gotta get out of here. Smite is going to use his turn to grab and yank Brigid back in. Understandable. I assume you're strong enough for this. She's <laughs> no I, more in the wise way. Can I, uh, is it my turn? Um, it is actually going to be your turn. Yeah, he just used his action to pull you back. Can I thorn whip to grab Zola? Yes, absolutely. You thorn whip. Um, do you, I assume you don't oppose yep. getting pulled back? It's an 18 I dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> you dead weight as a thorn wraps around Yowie. your stomach and yanks you back just in time as these claws swing out at you. Sorry, thank you. It's okay. I've got hide on, so the thorns, you know, <laughs> didn't hurt. Brambles don't really bother me. Come here. <laughs> it's just like little burrs stuck to it. Um, you get yanked back and your group tumbles back and <laughs> find yourself completely underwater. You blink, you blink, you blink. You're trying to get your eyes adjusted. There's no deep, there's no shallow, there's no dark depths, no wavy surface. There is just water in all directions. I blow a couple bubbles out of my mouth and see which way they go. They kind of float and spiral out, just bubbles floating. They don't go up or down, they just bubble. I shrug at everyone and kind of like signal like no surface. You look back and the pipe is not there either. There's no sort of connection, it's just water. We didn't roll for this. You didn't roll for this. This was clearly a link to another plane that dumped some sort of water in here. As you're floating around, give me a perception check. Based on sight? Uh, Yes, based on sight or hearing, whatever you guys prefer. 24. 24. Perception, 23. Wow, both of you rolled over 20, that was the DC. You look out and as you're squinting in this kind of strange, watery world, you see in the far distance, there are indeed shadows moving. But there are also other objects floating amongst the sea far, far away. You can't really fully make them out, but this is not an entirely empty body of water. There's clearly some things in here. As you look about, you feel there is a like ripple in the water. And you hear a strange kind of echo. What are all your constitution scores, by the way? Mm-hmm. Plus five. Plus five, wow. Plus four. Brigid, you can hold your breath for six minutes, until, or you can um, wild shape into something if you have any left. Zola, you can hold your breath for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Smite has three minutes of air. As you guys are treading water in here, you look around panicked. You're not sure where to go. You feel your lungs getting tighter with every second. 
You just have to keep swimming. And that's where we'll end our episode today. Oh my goodness. I can't believe you're going to drown me. That yeah. was a good one. That'd this be a, is a grim scary. ending. Everyone dies <laughs> under the sea. This whole episode was frightful. Oh Thank my God, you is so that much Quince? for listening. <laughs> you see the dead body of Quince floating <laughs> with ah, it's her memory. We told him again. <laughs> no. I knew we could do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to this episode of Try Not to Die. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. If you would like to become one of those people, you should go to patreon.com slash Try not to die pod. Mo boy gang. I mean, we're going to have a content search coming out very, very soon. I, I have some ideas for it. I will figure them out soon so we can record that. Um, it is where all the best content is going to be. Eventually, hopefully the live stream for our birthday, which is already out at yeah, this point, will be there. Last week. Hopefully you joined us. Hopefully you joined us. If you didn't, um, see if you can find it. Maybe I got it somewhere. Um, <laughs> uh, and also a huge plug to all the places we get our sound effects. Michael Gelfie, Sorco Soundscapes, and freesound.org. Follow us at Try Not to Die Pod Instagram. Um, if you want to follow me on TikTok, I've been making some Try Not to Die Pod TikToks. It's um, Potato Crunchwrap Supreme mm-hmm. is my username. Oh yeah, Noah, you're streaming games now. What's your Twitch? I am. It is same as my Instagram, Noah the Inferiator, no spaces. Um, I am streaming mostly at this point stardew valley games we the greatest game ever it, made. yeah it is the greatest game oh man and when haunted chocolatier comes out this year we should we do like absolutely. a first look stream oh my god Noah and i have a lot of plans for farms and stuff got a so lot of farm plans. follow noah follow me it's gonna be fun noah's fun to watch stream thank you i'm yeah i'm just working we're, we're getting the ropes we're learning how to do it I'm, i've got a little test farm that features catsify who knows if that will exist very longer i'm also trying to look for mods to see if i can find something that's like a swampy version oh, of stardew ah. i bet they might exist so i'll, I'll look I, that up um, my pc uh stardew game is popping with the mods the game is unrecognizable so i'll teach you how to mod- <laughs> Please, i've got like I a tractor no idea how to do sick. that <laughs> um any other plugs ashley anything you want to toss out into the ether oh gosh no just listen to our podcast more yes, more than you're already doing more, more. <laughs> send me compliments um thanks to you guys for spending your saturday with me i oh, love God. our Aww. i love that we're back to our little saturday sessions yeah. Yeah. Feels, it, together. feels real good oh i'd also like to plug keegan keegan sent me her ranking of every single series of um below deck and so i immediately <laughs> went to watch the one she said was the worst one it is deliciously toxic oh my god <laughs> thanks for that Keeg. thank you keegan <laughs> um well i think that's all for today thank you once again for listening until next time try, try not, not to, to die, die. <laughs> all hail our eldritch patrons especially anita ashley becca b colleen eclair and lana emily grace jacob james jeff joey kate katie leo may morgan nat nicola page roni sahara and of course our producer patty patrick bronstetter and our producer daddies becca mount sam golden and rose evelyn campbell we thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names till next time try not to die (laughs) 